Hello there, and welcome to Barely Can Change, your fortnightly look at the absolute dregs of what passes for online show business journalism at the end of days. My name's Matt Withers, and as ever, I'm joined by Chris Beckett. Hello. It's a little bit raucous in the background, and that's because we are recording this from a bar in London's gentrified King's Cross area. We are in the Deco Lounge, no less. <laughs> we are in this tiny little uh, cubby hole below a bar in, in King's Cross, but it's, uh, it's not all drugs and sex workers here anymore. Um, and with that, we'll move on to the first story, Chris. I believe you've been looking at Mirror Online. I have indeed, and the headline reads... Katie Price's shocking and cringeworthy drunken behaviour slammed as worse than the Chuckle Brothers by disappointed clubbers. Yeah, I mean, this is quite harsh, I would suggest, on the on the Chuckle Brothers, um, who are not known for their uh, drunken behaviour. Although, um, a couple of years ago, I think it was, The Guardian did a, a, a day in the life, a day in the life off of a star with, I think it was Paul Chuckle. And it appears that uh, his days comprise of watching TV until about six or seven when it's time to crack open a bottle of scotch. <laughs> well, you know, Barry, Barry's much the same. Exclusive. Katie's mortifying display at a Welsh nightclub was blasted by those who paid to see her. Katie Price's bizarre antics at a nightclub on Saturday have been slammed as very shocking and cringeworthy by revellers who thought she was less entertaining than the Chuckle Brothers. I mean, there's some great stuff in this already. First of all, very shocking. Sounds like something the President of the United States would put in a tweet to describe pretty much anything, from a dip in CNN's ratings to a nuclear assault on Guam. Uh, cringeworthy is, uh, is, is quite a good word. And then less entertaining than Chuckle Brothers. The Chuckle Vision, quite entertaining, if you're prepared to put up with the fact that pretty much every episode exactly the same setup that they were left uh, in charge of something like a shop or a zoo or an abattoir for something they've got absolutely no qualifications by someone they've just met chicka chicka vision chicka vision um, yeah uh, and also you know where, since when did Paul and Barry set the bar for entertainment <laughs> yeah when did, that, night when did that become the line also notice the word revellers there off a very uh, journalese word when you can't really think of what to say about people who are going to a nightclub. As Mirror Online exclusively revealed this week, Katie showed up late and in a state to Cube nightclub in Bangor, Wales, where she was being paid to entertain clubbers and do some meet and greets. She wasn't in a state, Chris. She was in a principality. But um, (laughs) what I like is uh, the Mirror telling us that it's an exclusive I mean, I'm just surprised they didn't put the entire crowd of revellers up for a week in a secret location just to stop anyone else from gazumping them. I've got to say, as exclusives go, is it bigger or smaller than when they got Ryan Parry to work inside Buckingham Palace for six months? (laughs) I think it's, you know, it's on a par, on a par. But the former glamour model's erratic behaviour sparked concern from witnesses who watched as she made people kiss during an awkward game on stage and jokingly told the crowd she was pregnant. Classic price. Classic price. Quick game of postman's knock and then a false claim of pregnancy. One clubber said she was the worst act they'd ever seen and was outperformed by the Chuckle Brothers, who had appeared at Cube a few days before the pricey. Honestly, just leave the Chuckle Brothers out of this now. (laughs) I like the fact that you know there's the kind of cute aficionados who regularly go and can, there's quite there's not just one person who managed to, to go to both nights. There's actually quite a few who 
saw the Chuckle Brothers and then hung around for Price. He's pulling a list out of his pocket, saying, all right, she was worse than the Chuckle Brothers, but was she better than Wickfield in 2004? Yeah, and thinking back to Joe Longthorne in 2006, (laughs) she was a complete state and a huge embarrassment, they told Mirror Online. She couldn't take a simple picture and she was clearly annoying the security staff. The Chuckle Brothers were 10 billion times better than (laughs) Wretched Mess. 10 billion? He's got a mathematical equation as to how these people rank. I noticed that none of these revelers are named. I'm wondering what the Chuckle Brothers were doing when this (laughs) interview was being taken. (laughs) Another reveler revealed how Katie was shot down by nightclub staff after telling the crowd they could have half-price drinks. She was very random and seemed unsure about it, what, what she was supposed to do, the second source said. Well, she, I, I mean, I'd be unsure. I mean, what, does she, what is she supposed to do? She'd asked the bouncer on stage with her, who she needed to talk to about lowering the prices of drinks after shouting out, Who wants half price drinks? 50% off all night. Until a cube worker <laughs> should his, shook his head and said no. Ah, oh, impaled on the horns of capitalism. <laughs> It was a very awkward encounter that left the crowd feeling an overwhelming sense of embarrassment for her <laughs> and confusion. The clever went on. Me and my friends wanted to go upstairs as it was just awful to watch, but then my friend was chosen to go up on stage as he was gay to participate in the kissing tasks. The pricey has always had a very strong gaydar. She could just from across the room. I'm not sure. You know, it's suggesting that the fact that this... Uh, person's friend was gay obliged them to go up on stage (laughs) no they had no say in it and it's moved on from a kissing game to kissing tasks now so Mm. it's just a kind of chore that the prize he had to get out of the way it was not only cringeworthy to watch but also very perplexing she was hyper and exhibiting such erratic behavior that the crowd were laughing at her not with her (laughs) oh gosh let's say like you know if i was interviewing you after this would you really use the word perplexing? Were you perplexed by the banging night out we had in Cube? <laughs> I suppose if I was uh, a student at Bangor University, uh, at Prifrisgol uh, Bangor, then, uh, oh, oh, hello. <laughs> then uh, I dare say I would have had that uh, exalted lexicon. Fair enough. I don't know what I feel more let down by, Katie's appearance or me for having wasted £3 to see her car crash <laughs> in a performance. It's you! It's definitely you for paying £3 for this. It's not a lot of money, really. I mean, even in these tough times. The whole night was a massive mess, and Katie was the biggest failure of any celebrity I have seen at Cube. And celebrity there is in quote marks. One thing I would say in defence of the model slash personality formerly known as Jordan, she is a celebrity. I mean, she's written about eight autobiographies. Yeah, and the rest, yeah. Considering Bangor is a university town and attracts a young demographic, it is a huge shame to have seen her in that state, setting a bad example, they added. Oh, hashtag snowflake generation. BSC in buzzkillology. (laughs) Somebody needs to call the sons John Snowflake. (laughs) Mirror Online has contacted reps for Katie, but received no response. Right, Matt. From one pneumatic model to another person with some very bulging biceps. That's a good link, actually. I hadn't, I hadn't, um, I hadn't put those two together. All right, yeah, this is from the Daily Star Online, and it's headlined, Man with giant 24-inch biceps is spotted with mystery girl. <laughs> Your intro. 
A man who injected himself with oil in order to get bigger biceps has surprised fans by appearing with his alleged girlfriend. I think we need to stop here. I, I don't know if if I'm the same as you, but I feel that we're picking up the story here <laughs> after the Lord Mayor's show. We've got a man who injected oil in himself to get these ridiculous large biceps. And then the follow-up is that he's just doing something relatively ordinary. It's like, woman who stapled live badger to face attends local restaurants. <laughs> Well, you say that, um, but it's obviously uh, perplexed people. Ex-soldier... In Bangor. In Bangor. Um, no, this is... Um, oh, this is the city of Piatigorsk in southwestern Russia's Stavrolol Krai region. Oh, there. <laughs> um, where uh, Chuckle Brothers have never performed, to, to my knowledge. Ex-soldier Kirill Tereshin was recorded by a pal helping his alleged new girlfriend out of a car in snowy weather. They're, Our lawyers are watching. They're really, really worried about the legal consequences of getting this one wrong, being sued by a man who injects himself with oil in a part of Russia no one's ever heard of. The clip shows the 21-year-old and the pretty young blonde enjoying each other's company, as well as high-fiving. Well, high-fiving's obviously new to Russia. <laughs> it's just... Just got there. We have new things. We have jeans and high-fiving. Kirill has previously been blasted by critics after he injected enhancement oil, commonly known as Synthol, into his arms to achieve bodybuilder biceps. Yeah, I think I heard John Humphreys on the Today <laughs> programme being quite scathing of him really, and what he'd done. He really didn't lay off, did he? It took him 10 weeks to increase his biceps by 10 inches after starting the dangerous practice over the summer. Doctors said his out-of-proportion 60cm or 24-inch, if you're a, a Brexiteer, biceps, could come at a terrible price to his health. Mm-hmm. No shit. Even, <laughs> dare I say, the Chuckle Brothers, had there been an episode where they had the unlikely situation of being given a surgery to look after a few days because somebody they had just met is going away, would be able to tell him that shoving a load of oil into his body... Not a good idea. Oh, to me, to you, with a syringe full of synthol, <laughs> that would have eaten up about ten minutes. Yeah, just think of it slipping about. Kirill, from the city of Piatigorsk in southwestern Russia's Stavrolol Krai region, decided to continue with the injections, despite medics strongly advising against it. What do they know? <laughs> this is, this what do they know? This is the best bit. He said he wanted to break bodybuilding records and also tried to get public attention... By dyeing his hair bright colours and wearing women's makeup. It's uh, one way of doing it, or several ways of doing it. I mean, it's pretty lame, isn't it? So he's, he's gone from um, injecting himself with oil to get bigger biceps, and that's not worked. So now he's gone to dyeing his hair and wearing makeup. I mean, basically, in terms of shitty sequels, that is Home Alone 2 and 3 yeah. right there. Some people noted that Kirill has a more impressive manicure than his girlfriend. One user. It doesn't say what she's a user of. I she can, might be the one person who noted that. I, I assume that she's, you know, not a user of Sinful. Um, I believe it's a social network. Um, Julia, Julia. I believe it would be Julia, 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 Julia. Um, said, "Are they using the same nail polish?" Another, Dmitri Ivanov, added, "The girl looks fine, but all she wants is getting some cheap hype." Oh, that she wants. He's getting yeah. some cheap 
Dimitri's, with the man with oil, boy. <laughs> Dimitri's cut her down to size there. <laughs> yes. uh, mind you, you would worry about reprisals from a man with 24-inch biceps. <laughs> well, yeah, quite. Coming after you like some crazed Popeye. Chris, you're back with the uh, the mirror online for the final story of this fortnight. Yes, and what a story it is. Desperate Jerry McConnell offered glamour model £30 and a free ice cream to pretend to be his girlfriend. Who? His girlfriend. No, him. Who's Jerry oh, McConnell? Oh, uh, Jerry McConnell. Wasn't he in... Um, oh, uh, No. Zulu? No. Ben-Hur? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Free? Oh, it, one of those. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure I'm One sure of the American called. Pie sequels, probably. Exclusive. The violent thug has mounting debt since being released from prison and is desperate to cling on to his fame. And that's cleared it up. He's a violent thug. <laughs> Good. I'm really glad I've just insulted him. Jeremy McConnell is so desperate to retain his fame that he's stooped to paying a page three model to pretend to be his girlfriend. Mirror Online can exclusively reveal. Some cracking exclusives oh, for Mirror. Really they're they're not stopping. They? Really have. So he's desperate to retain his fame. Well, as we shall see, that is playing on his mind quite a lot. A source close to the shamed Irish model explains how Charlotte Huntley, 20, pictured with Jez this week on a supposedly loved up date to an ice cream parlour, was paid by Jez to act like his new love. He knows his name is slowly erasing from people's minds. <laughs> so a friend of a friend asked Charlotte if she wanted some publicity and she jumped at the chance, said the insider. They both believe any publicity is good publicity. <laughs> Slowly erasing from people's minds. It's very back to the future. <laughs> this picture of Jeremy McConnell with like <laughs> the head slowly going, fading away. He's shaking it like a Polaroid when he's no longer there. Oh dear, oh dear. Poor guy. What I find outrageous about this story though is the next bit, which isn't actually part of the story, but it's a kind of web link. Jeremy McConnell's new girlfriend revealed everything you need, need to know about pastry model Charlotte Huntley. Oh my I mean, God. for fuck's sake, the whole story is about him making up a girlfriend and paying someone to be his girlfriend. And then the mirror have just decided, no, actually, actually, we believe it. Here's all you need to know about his girlfriend. It's not in quotes. It's just fact. Yeah, you need to know. I mean, what kind of charlatan are you going to look like down the pub when people are chatting about Charlotte Huntley and you've got nothing to bring to the table? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just going to be uh, excluded at parties. Jeremy forked out just £30 and threw in a free ice cream to get Charlotte to sign up and be papped with him in Manchester. <laughs> it's the ice cream. It's the real sweetener. His friends are concerned at the lengths he's going to get attention. The first dates, dog walks in the park, rolling sushi... Who knows what's next? It's very much like the previous story, except that guy had gone from injecting himself with oil to wearing women's makeup. It's like, what might he do next? Walk a dog in a park? To be Roll fair. Roll some sushi? If I was playing Only Connect, the very kind of niche Victoria <laughs> Corin Mitchell fronted quiz, and they said first dates, dog walks, rolling sushi, <laughs> I, wouldn't know, I wouldn't know what came next. Is it... Is it injecting himself with oil? <laughs> yeah, probably. And then Victoria will go, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was only last week he set up pictures of him out walking with a different girl as his screensaver. I don't understand this sentence. So there was a picture of him out walking 
and you could see from the picture that he had his phone in his hand, or indeed his, you know, his, his actual computer, and you could see that a different girl with his screensaver. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't even have a screensaver anymore. No, I don't. I don't think that's kind of, hasn't that gone, you know, the way of the dodo? Yeah, you used to be able to, like, get them by um, texting those numbers that were in the back of the TV magazines on a, mm. on a Sunday. Yeah, it was. they were the crazy frogs of their day. He is desperate to get his name back out there, even dropping his <laughs> pants in public. <laughs> or uh, flashing, as uh, as my mother would call it. It would get your name out there, but it would only get your name in, like, three paragraphs in the local paper's Who's Been In Court column. Yeah, it would probably stop you from getting a uh, DBS certificate. <laughs> Jeremy is doing anything he can for attention. He was even pictured pulling his trousers down on a night out. The shamed model is worried his name is slipping from people's minds. He's done the deal now with Charlotte, got them both publicity, and now he's back in Dublin, where he plans to spend his time working out how to make money moving forward, as his debts are mounting since coming out of prison. The pal added. <laughs> the pal? He's not much, he's not much of a pal, is <laughs> yeah, he? I was going to say, I'm just going to shaft him. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy's rep denied the claims and insisted Jeremy had not paid Charlotte to hang out with him. The 27-year-old criminal... <laughs> Such a, it's such a kindly written story. The 27-year-old criminal who first came to public attention on 2016's Celebrity Big Brother has certainly been splashing the cash in the six months since he was convicted of violently assaulting Stephanie while she was cradling their then eight-week son, Caban. Yeah, so that's not funny. It's not, and it's also very hard to read because there's no commas in that sentence. He flew to Turkey for a beard and hair transplant and in doing so managed to violate the terms of his community service, which got him hauled back to court and jailed. Very specific terms of community yeah. service, wasn't Do it? Do not go for a beard and hair transplant. Or maybe you could go for a beard, <laughs> yeah, but it was his hair transplant. That did for him. Jeremy was then released just before New Year's Eve and celebrated the start of 2018 as a free man. He then treated himself to a string of fresh tattoos, including his prison number that was in use for just 34 days to, quote, remind himself of what he'd been through. He was just worrying that it was disappearing from his mind. 34 days. What a stretch in the big house that was. He's a real Jean Valjean of the uh, celebrity Big Brother world. (laughs) Since then, he splashed out on new teeth, uh, a fake lordship, and a full head tattoo of a skull and a heart-shaped lock that meant his brand new hair had to be shaved off. I'll be honest, of the three of those, the one I'd like to hear a bit more of is the fake lordship. <laughs> oh, I don't care anymore, really. Yeah, should we just, just the, gently put this one to, to, to bed? There's just one more sentence. The inking costs him thousands of pounds, while Stephanie has claimed Jez hasn't spent a single penny on Sun Caban since his birth last January. Again, that's not very nice either. No, what an absolute bounder. Exactly. He's a cad. And certainly not someone that I hope Cube Nightclub <laughs> in any way endorse or pay money to in the future. <laughs> Imagine paying three quid to go and see him up on stage. Well, that happily, most gratifyingly, brings us to an end of this fortnight's episode of Barely Contained. Thank you very much for joining us if you've made it this far. I'm off to inject myself with synthol. <laughs> yeah, it is tempting, isn't it? Uh, well, if you want to uh, engage with our brand further, then you can follow us on Twitter at... Barely underscore pod. And uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time. Thanks, Chris. 
Thanks, Matt. Bye. Bye.